Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's that bloody is ass. so much louder than you said you'd be. <laughs> we did a sound check and everything. That is so. You actually did the full range of how loud you were going to be. What's wrong with you? Just talk I, normally. I just because I'm projecting because it's my friends. You've got, you've got a mic. Wait, Michael, you don't you... need to impress anyone here. We did loud. We like you. Okay. Is that is that what you go? You go like, oh, I, I like to impress people by the the loudness of my voice. <laughs> it's a great way to meet friends. And it is entirely plausible. In the last eight months, I've forgotten how to do a podcast. Yeah, um, but I will say, my name is Michael Hing. My name is Ben Jenkins, and we are joined by our first ever guest. Take it quieter, please. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Um, but for the, your experience, uh, you'll just be deafened by this. Uh, our first ever guest has returned. It's Tom Ballard for yeah. this Freedom of Good Home. Hello, Tom. How are you? You, are, you were on our very first episode. Was well, so really? Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Pleasure yeah. to be back. But and we, and we, the, you know, the public demand has been incredible for the return. It's been. Of it's, it's been for good to it's been furious yeah but 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 by which i mean like unpleasant <laughs> <laughs> there hasn't been a sense of like oh i miss you guys it's been like where the fuck did you go yeah, yeah. how dare you stop um, doing this podcast we it's may have busy. forgotten how to make a podcast but i hope you haven't forgotten how to listen to one Shut up. because <laughs> we're back we've fired up the podcast machine <laughs> and it's roaring like a hummingbird with a chainsaw okay, we are both just letting you out to dry we are leaving you out on your own i just think you both need to be quieter. Okay. And okay. Think about talking mm-hmm. normally. Okay. To people. I can't remember. You don't need to, to do sell the podcast that they're listening mm, to. You, you like don't have to fire at the pod machine. You can uh, just talk like a normal human being <laughs> to other human beings. I just feel yeah. like when you when you came on this the first time, Tom, mm. you were a radio professional, the, and mm. now yeah. none of that. You know, you're coming in here to our studio, which our is Ben's house, beautiful studio. And you, you're telling us how to do Lots our job. Lots of notes already. <laughs> Lots of notes already. <laughs> Just, um, sorry, who's one in Aria? Just put your hands up. Oh my God. So just uh, uh, for people at home, home, Tom is the only person who has his hand up. <laughs> <laughs> just to make um, that clear. I just want to continue on with uh, with the theme of Tom um, being dreadful. We we like to we like to um we like to provide our guests on this show mm. with treats. Famously. Uh, famously. Both both um to drink and to eat, yeah, both solid and liquid. So I've I've got a bowl a bowl of killer pythons. Mm-hmm. Great, it's choice. like the fucking last days of Rome. A bowl <laughs> of killer pythons, the decadence, <laughs> not 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 snakes alive, killer fucking pythons. Um, for our North American listeners, there, there's a two sizes of snakes in Australia. You got a snake a, alive, a jelly snake, a jelly yeah. snake. Sorry, yeah, there's, there's two sizes of venomous snakes. Yeah, um, um, there's two sizes of jelly snakes. One you can buy in a packet, yep. and one you typically buy from the, the front of a shop. For about a dollar. For about a dollar mm. with and, tongs. They, they, they make you use tongs <laughs> to get it. They don't come in packets. No one no, ever puts are, a package. Well, there are the killer pythons in packets, which is, is just like the most wasteful <laughs> yeah, yeah. process. A singular python in a packet. Yeah, it's yeah per packet. It's yeah. ridiculous. But you These, purchased a bag full of them. I purchased a bag full of them because I thought... Nothing's too good for Aria-winning Tom Ballard. And I'm also going to get a variety of soft drinks from across the globe. And you did? I got Urnbrow. You did? From Scotland. I've got Fanta. Iron Brew. You know that's Iron Brew. <laughs> you have to know that's Iron Brew. <laughs> you thought it was Urnbrew? What the fuck is wrong with you? Urnbrew. The writing's on the side. <laughs> Yeah, because everyone knows it's iron brew. Yeah. Well, there's there's not enough vowels for that to be true. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how widely known and common that name is. I don't even need to spell it correctly. Look. Yeah. Okay, look. There's that. Yep. From Scotland. Which I would describe as an orange creaming soda. 
There's there's Grape Funta. <laughs> there's, there's Grape Fanta from the United States of America. Also from the United States of America, Cherry Dr Pepper. Mm-hmm. Um, another can of Iron Brew. I got this in case I mispronounced the first <laughs> one. <laughs> and and for for a bit of um for a bit of um, local flavor, local flavor, a Bundaberg non-alcoholic guava sparkling drink. Oh, I hmm. offered this fucking cornucopia of delights <laughs> to Tom Ballard, and he literally literally told me to get fucked. <laughs> he literally told me that. That's just that's just a horrible range. He comes into my house. Will my children sleep? What, 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 what would you like to drink, Tom? <laughs> I brought my own water and yeah, I'm really happy for it. Hatch to for me. I'm mate. having a cherry Dr. Pepper, Michael. Right, what well, are you having? I'm going to have maybe an, an urn brew. Uh, I'll, I'll get on, on on that. Um, but this is a podcast where we go through, if you cannot remember, this is a podcast oh, where we go marvelous through. Marvelous drink. <laughs> <laughs> the week's classifieds and find the best and worst things to talk about. And given that we haven't done this in a, in a long time, we have a bit of a backlog. From people who have uh, sent things in over the past uh, seven or eight months. Yeah. And uh, I think, Ben, you're going to start us off with increasingly passive aggressive messages, too. Yeah, it started like, like, I don't know if you do this anymore or if you ever want to. <laughs> one, guy said, one guy text, uh, sent into our Facebook message uh, uh, that just said, Hey, are you guys dead? <laughs> and then two weeks later, I sent a message being like, I guess you're dead then. <laughs> I didn't reply to either of them. Imagine, would that be a way to find, like, how, how do you find that out? What do you mean? Ima- imagine that's how you found out oh. that we were both dead. Well, you yeah. should have replied yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ooh, I'm a ghost. Why the, why the delay, though, for the fans out there, for oh. the Hing and Jenkins Contempt. heads? Contempt. Nothing <laughs> contempt for the fans. No, It I'm can't be you being busy, surely. <laughs> well... well I'm 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 across platforms. Yeah, <laughs> Hing, Hing I'm going out in various mediums. You're Hing very multi. Flies around you the world to multi. interview Pac-Man or something. Is my understanding? Yes, his job. Yeah. right. And so he's away a lot. I've got the checkout, which um, which for for a while takes up a lot of my time. Yep. But then um, look, there's no real excuse. Like I say, it's what have you been doing? Why haven't you done it? Yeah. Why haven't you started your own free to a good home? <laughs> Why haven't I done your podcast? Yeah. yeah. If I could turn that. Thorny question back on you. <laughs> what have you been doing? Well, you really lease sales can be here. Um, I mean, I've been—I don't know if I even subscribed originally, but you know, I did have a great time every time I've been—I've come across it, and yeah. it sounds like the fans are really hungry. Well, you—you're you, in town to do your podcast as well. Well, yeah, I post one every fucking week, yeah. and I never get this kind of like, "Oh, thank you, Tom. We're so glad you're part of our lives." Yeah, just oh, stop sorry. doing it. Just I stop I doing I it for six months. <laughs> see what happens then. See, what, see how quickly they turn, Ballard. Yeah. I should—I should clarify. We do. Post one every week, but right. it's just to a secret channel for billionaires. Ah, <laughs> premium. Yeah, all the yeah. premiums. We, we do we do one every week, and Mark Zuckerberg gets it, Whoa. and a couple of Saudi princes. Shit, and then they all have to delete it. Yeah, it's part of the rules. Yeah, it, we record it in the Maldives. We find it in the Maldives yeah. every week and it's record it. It's a marvelous um, arrangement. All right, go to the get, let's get to the classifiers. Let's bloody do it. All right, this one was sent in by Lucy Martin. Thank you so much, Lucy. This uh, it is uh, on Gumtree. I drank that Dr. Pepper so fast, <laughs> and now I feel really unwell. For people who did miss this podcast, are you, is that feeling beginning to wane now? <laughs> hang on. Oh, I'm just going to hang on. All right. All right. So this is uh, a picture of what looks to be an old furniture catalogue. Mm-hmm. And it says, old Harvey Norman catalogue, 1970s. How much would you pay for this thing? Or no money? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably no money. $15 I've considered a burden. <laughs> $15 is the asking price. 15 bucks. Yep, no, but the ad copy is persuasive. Old Harvey Norman brochure. Some hilarious old deals from the <laughs> 70s. In okay condition. Small tear down the line next to the sale sign. Items are, all in caps, are pick up 
and or, uh, or paid postage only. So she will not drop them off, or he will not drop them off. Now, a, a, a catalogue from the 1970s, is this, all, is this a budget way to, uh, to enjoy the furniture, the, 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 the retro furniture of the 1970s? Because if you try and buy a chair from the 1970s now, yeah, it's madness. I don't believe that to be true, what you just said. No, if you want, if you want to pick up an old chair now... Uh, no, I think if you want to pick up like a, a, a chair from the Edwardian era, it's very expensive. <laughs> I think there's like an area, right, where something's just old and not antique. And I think the couches, that is a very long area indeed. So wait, wait. So when, does, when, does, when do things start getting more expensive? I reckon if you go to like... I have a couch from 1937. What do you reckon of that? Do you really? No, I mean, well, I've, oh, got, okay. I've got, I've got, I've got, a, I've got a couch from 1939 to 1945. It's a when very specific couch. When do we start couch. doing couches? <laughs> <laughs> um, when uh, do we start doing couches? Like, if somebody said to me, "Oh, I've got a couch from 1850," Would I'd be like, "Bullshit, you do? They didn't have couches then. But why wouldn't they? They had the technology. They had cushions. They wood." What's the difference between a couch and a lounge? There's a couch. They have couches in the Roman times, don't they? Ooh, what? Because, like, you know, you see those people lying back on one eating grapes. That's more of like a chaise lounge. <laughs> oh, okay, I see. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Did um, you pay $15 for this catalogue? Well, let's be clear. Fuck so, no. <laughs> this isn't somebody selling old furniture. No. This is somebody selling. Yeah, so what are they? Hilarious deals. So you've got like an armchair kind of little easy, easy. Lazy boy? Lazy boy thing mm-hmm. for $799. I guess that's funny. <laughs> A stereo system that was $799 as well. Typically, this is because the person selling this catalogue has described the items within the catalogue as hilarious deals. Yes, that's what they've said. And Mm. then you can see see the actual... Hang um, on, adjusted for inflation, that's an astonishingly expensive couch. Well, surely, yes. All all these products will get cheaper over time. You know, as capitalism, you know, destroys people and we're more efficient (laughs) at exploiting slave labour. Wait, so you think... How much would you pay for a lazy boy now? Um, Would you pay $799 for a Lazy Boy? I'd pay $400 now's money. $799 in 1970. That's probably several million dollars it today. About, it was about $9 million. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it'll get cheap. The products, the prices for today for these sort of items will be cheaper than they were in the 70s. Why is that? Well, bec- isn't that right? No. Yeah, no, maybe it is. Doesn't everything get cheaper? We, we certainly rely on, on much more offshore manufacturing. Oh, as as, as yeah. Tom says, I've like in, in Bangladeshi factories that collapse, which means mm. that... Couches are uh, mercifully cheaper. Oh, El- electronics! You know things get. You know you're not paying right. these prices for a fucking it's weird not- stereo system with a CD player now. Yeah, but yeah. like I would think that something for like like computers or see like technology would get cheaper. I don't know why a couch. Because we only cracked couch technology in the mid nineties. <laughs> like, it's not like in, it, yeah, it's not like in well, that's my point. It's not like in nineteen ninety five where you discovered some like Saudi oil reserves that were just couches. couches. Yeah, you know the what I mean? Like full of couches. Not, yeah. yeah. I'm sure I've talked about this on the pod before, but Harvey Norman, Harvey Norman, the man, Jerry Harvey, yeah. he's a villain, right? He's an absolute he, villain. Yeah, he's like a, he is a bumbling Bond villain. Like he, I, th- I think we've have we talked about this in the pod before, but he yeah. hates homeless people. Oh yeah, he's not. <laughs> he it, no, he wrote, wrote like an op-ed or something where he's like the bloody homeless. Yeah. Like he was having a crack at them. Yeah, no, like, he does. He's he's not a great man. We we actually have spoken about this on the podcast before. He's angry I, at the internet. He's very angry at the internet. Mm-hmm. He's um. He, he wants to shut, shut down online shopping. Yeah. And he's got that kind of like weird boomer presence of mind where actually I think he could do it. You know like when <laughs> Dick Smith is like, I'm going to like stop people from having children. I'm going to like deal with this. And you're like, well, you're so single-minded about this. I reckon you might be able to like fucking children of men this situation somehow. You fucking helicopter. Like, this is why I donate Osmite. I can't, <laughs> there's something in there, man. It's, 
But yeah, sterilize you. I actually yeah. reckon if you were to make a Bond, an Australian Bond film, mm. you would have someone basically as Jerry Jerry Harvey being the being the bad guy. <laughs> you know, I reckon. You know, I hate to be I hate to be political. I hate to be topical on this show. You, you know love how, to be you know how I topical. hate to be. But imagine this. Australian Bond film. Yep. Who's your hero? Probably your Heath Ledger. Probably something like He's, that. Well, Australian actor there, playing Bond. Yep, there is a sizable hurdle in that casting. Well, who? Why? The man is dead. You know Heath Ledger's dead, Michael. Oh, <laughs> I meant, I meant Wolverine. I meant Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine's also dead. No, no, no. <laughs> who plays Wolverine? Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. You Fuck. fucking maniac. Oh Fuck. my god. <laughs> they all look the same to you, do they, Michael? That's not what I meant. <laughs> um, Fuck. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, Hugh Jackman be a good Bond. Hugh Jackman is Bond, and then the villain, someone playing a bloody, bloody George Pell. What do you think of that? <laughs> James Bond hasn't traditionally taken on. I know, like the church. I know like, the, the supervillain schemes in in um in James Bond tend to revolve more around enormous lasers and, and, less and around diamonds, less around systemic child abuse. The Pope would be an incredible Bond villain. Oh my god! See what god. I mean? I'm left. I'm blowing the lid off this thing. <laughs> yeah. It's a new Bond for a new era. <laughs> James Bond, pedo hunter. <laughs> All, right. All anyway. right. We'll make it. We'll make it. Excellent. Uh, Tom, do you have one? I do. Ah, refreshing water. <laughs> uh, this comes from Samuel Chapel. Thank you, Sam. Um, gosh, it's quite adult. <laughs> Please chain me up like a dog in your backyard. M for M in brackets anywhere in Melbourne. There's a photo of a a man in some kind of uh, gimp mask arrangement. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for a man to keep me chained up like a dog in your backyard or lock me in a dog cage and treat me like a worthless piece of shit, please. Well, hang on. That's not treating someone like a dog. Yeah, I, I think I, what the what what strikes me is is I think this man mistreats dogs. Yeah, that's that's a very that's a very least we can say that about him. Do not contact me with unsolicited services or offers. Okay, no well. time wasters, please. <laughs> well, he's got limits. Just owners. Um, yeah, this really does speak to a... Because um, if someone said to me, treat me like a dog, yeah. I'm scratching that person on the head and saying that they're wonderful. Roll over, lick my face. Hmm. Or, or just like giving them anything that they want, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Give, have, a, have a little treat. Yeah, you're hungry, have some food. Yep. I'll feed them, I'll walk you. Because uh, th- there, uh, there are elements to... I say this is an outsider, but there are elements to BDSM mm. that are a mir- that are myriad, right? Mm. There is the thing where it's like, uh, if it, I would think of treating me like a dog as being like an obedience thing, or like a, tell me to roll over and I'll roll over thing. But what this guy's talking about is kind of more demeaning. There's also the thing about put me in a dog cage. Like that really does specify that he that that really does suggest that there is a level of specificity to this fantasy. <laughs> Like get me deflated. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. If you could have me, <laughs> me tablets. Yeah, yeah. Get me get microchip for attacking the postman. <laughs> Castrated. Allow well, me to chase some cars. Yeah. It, it must be hard because like if you do go in for this, and more power to you if you do. Mm-hmm. But like, I think that there would be people are all really different, and there would be a real spectrum of like what I imagine. Oh, like I come to this and I'm like, great, I'm dominant. I'm going to treat you like how I imagine you want to be treated like a dog. Mm. There must be discussions that are like, oh, no, sorry, that's not my conception of being treated like a dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> He's yes. been quite clear in this ad. Uh, yeah, and that's that's what I, th- I that's what I think is commendable. <laughs> <laughs> He's clearly once bitten, twice shy. <laughs> <laughs> He's turned up before they wanted to play with him, run around, <laughs> yeah, throw a frisbee. Exactly. He's not, 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 not that. Was it, on, it was on the feed recently, right, this, this, this piece about the dog men. Right, the men who like being the dog and the f- what is it, fluffy pay- play? What is it? Called? Oh, I think I saw them in Victoria Park. What? No, what did you see in Victoria Park? 
Dogs? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you saw a man walking his dog. No, I saw a bunch of people in like um, kind of lycra spotted onesies. Oh. Um, on their hands and knees wearing dog masks oh, um, walking yes. around. Puppy play. Like, yes. Puppy play. So this is like, I, I think it is sort of related to the furry community. It certainly mm. seems related but, to the furry community. But it's slightly more exclusionary oh. in that you can only be a dog. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a splinter group? Yeah. I, you, you know, because your classic... This is as ISIS is to Al-Qaeda. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a subculture, and they're talking about it's not all sexual, and it is men who uh, like being dressing up as dogs mm-hmm. um, and wearing sort of dog masks and being kept in a cage and having a trainer who um, rewards them for tricks they do and for sitting. Yeah, and but that's uh, cheating. What do you mean? Well, like, oh, because you're saying you're saying for a dog to sit and roll over, it's that's really qu- ha- it's quite hard because the dog's an idiot. Yeah, but for you to do it, you're <laughs> a human who's been to school. And do you reckon? And do you reckon like? You can speak English and understand the commands. Yeah, if the trainer's like, <laughs> when the trainer's like, okay, sit, and the person's like, is the trainer like, you are taking the piss, Brian? Like, <laughs> you are what? absolutely like, do the thing or don't do the thing, but I know you want me to, like, I know you, you know what I'm saying. One of them was a doctor, which was pretty extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. sort of, and they were, they all came out on the story. They came out. They said, "I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a puppy, puppy man, and, I, and I'm not ashamed." There, there yeah. was a. I speaking of things that are on on the feed. There was one I saw. One I saw. One that was on the show quite recently. That was about uh, huggy parties. Where go you, on. You you go and yep. um, it, it's just people go there to, to do hugs, right? Oh. And, and it's, I, I, of all the possibilities that. Was now, probably the best. Now here's the thing, though. It it, it, it is oh. uh, it is used as a way for people who are recovering from trauma to uh, sort of slowly reintroduce themselves. Oh, it's to like phys- physical contact. Physical contact, because you're like, oh look, I know this is going to be a safe party. Well, you know, presumably it's like, well, there's hugging. There's going to be nothing yeah. full on. But then there's like quite a bit of tension because to some of these huggy parties, some of the creeps have gotten on board. Yeah, and they're pretending like, oh, I'm. I've gone through a bit of trauma and I just want to touch some people. Oh, and it's just, and it's like, really? You can't even let them have a hug party? Really? You're going to yeah. invest the hug parties, creeps? Cre- yeah, man, like you can't. Like, th- like that's the thing. That is the problem. Like, there is nothing, there is nothing really inherently wrong with any of these kind of subcultures, obviously. Absolutely. Like, if you want to dress as a dog and hug someone. Sure. But they are catnip for creeps. <laughs> especially the cat ones. <laughs> and so... <laughs> And so, like, that's the... Pro- like, I don't know how to fix that. Well, luckily, that's not our responsibility. Well, I feel responsible now. And yet, and yet we are doing this podcast. Yeah. Um, can I move on to the next Sure. This has been sent in by Kate Saxton. Thank you, Kate. And it was posted eight days ago. And it's from Montreal. Mm. So, you've been there before, Tom. I have. The city of roads <laughs> and people. Uh, I don't think it's known <laughs> as that, really. Does it, um, does it or does it not have roads? Uh, of roads, they're always uh, there's a big reputation in Montreal. Like they're always doing road works and traffic's a fucking nightmare. Is that oh. the local? Is that the local I gear you did in Montreal? I just guessed that. That's yeah. Everyone says that every really? time you go there. Yeah, it's classic. Do you do local gear? Um, I, you do a little bit of Frenchy speaking stuff. The the thing that oh, we didn't mean specifically for Montreal. Yeah, I mean in general. general. Do you do when you tour? Do you do local oh, gear? Uh, only if it's sort of real and it means yeah. yes. Is actually apparently a friend of mine went to see Chris Rock. And apparently his local gear was whoosh. Let me tell you, I went to see Chris Rock. Did you go to see Chris Rock? I did go to see Chris Rock and it was... It was... I mean, it it was two hours of a man trying out new material to 20,000 people in a stadium. It was insane. Mm. Like, imagine selling 20,000 tickets to a show and then be like, oh, just give this a crack. I... I, There is a contempt for Australian audiences that I kind of have to admire. (laughs) 
like, 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 I remember when Kitson was doing his trial shows at Giants Wharf. Did you see any of them? I didn't. I've seen him do trial shows before. And 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 he actually said he actually said. I mean, and in fairness, this wasn't a twenty thousand seater stadium. Yeah. He actually outwardly said, "I like to come to Australia um, because I can try things out before I do it." And you know, to, you know proper people <laughs> <laughs> but that's a level of self-awareness that was not on display at the Chris Rock tour yeah. where tickets cost $140 oh yeah, my was, god and when yeah. he hasn't been here for seven years yeah, and, it's and like when he's one of the greatest stand-ups of his generation <laughs> yeah. and when the world is currently on fucking fire <laughs> and you want another moment like the Kill the Messenger <laughs> tour and you do mm. not want this bullshit blackout thing that he's clearly working up to film for Netflix two specials next year for 50 million fucking dollars yeah. but why, yeah, why does he is he like oh I don't know how a joke will work unless it's in front of 20,000 fucking people no I think like, it's just literally well, he literally said at the Sydney show, he said, you know what, you want to know why I'm here? It's because I'm broke for my divorce. And it was just a, <clears throat> like a sad 10, 15 minute bit about how sad he was and depressed he was from his divorce. It was Yeah, that's not a, that's not a high energy. Although I did once see Leonard Cohen. Remember how Leonard Cohen had to tour after yeah. his manager stole oh, all his money? I went to you, I went to you with, I went to that with you. Yeah, we were working the bar. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I will say that Leonard Cohen being sad is probably more entertaining than Chris Rock being sad. Yeah. Much more on brand for Leonard Cohen. It's, a bit like, when, it's like a bit like when Ben You'd Folds. be a dick if you went to a Leonard Cohen show and be like, he seemed a bit down, didn't he? <laughs> Live it up, Lenny. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was going to be really sad. Yeah. Because, you know, you know the story with Leonard Cohen. Vaguely, like, yes, His manager yes. basically stole all his money when he was, like, meditating. Yes. Which... which that's how it was told to me by a friend of the podcast, Mark Sutton. Yes. And I literally thought in my mind that like Lennon Cohen is like sitting there on the floor cross-legged meditating and his manager's like creeping <laughs> behind him with yeah. a sack of money. Yes. What's actually, it was like he was on a retreat in Tibet or something. Right. Anyway, right. point is, um, uh, he, had, he, he had to go do a world tour just to get money because mm. he was completely broke. And I thought it'd be really sad, but he was fucking great. Mm. He was like... Leonard Cohen dignity. Yeah, but he did. Though, he did. He wasn't trying out new songs. <laughs> That's he did, true. He didn't tour the world. And be like, oh, I've been. I've been working on this for. Had this. I thought of this in the shower this morning. What are we this? <laughs> All right. So, as I said, this is from Montreal, and it's uh, under for sale. And then the category is free stuff. I'm opening the grape Fanta. Okay. And I'm going to tell you the. the uh, does anyone speak French here at all? Mm, petit peu. Okay. Um. The the, the French title of this is. Sang, S-A-N-G, like sung, yeah. and then monstruel. Song monstruel. Let me see. Which uh, which I will translate for you. Oh. Is uh, period blood. Oh. For sale in brackets, Canada close brackets. <clears throat> Sacre bleu. <laughs> I am in possession of three months worth of my own period blood in a mason jar. No. <laughs> classic, mm-hmm. <laughs> classic mason jar usage. Um. I'm a healthy Aryan. <laughs> oh my! Twenty-one-year-old female, not on birth control. Oh my! That that word makes this very spicy. <laughs> this is the worst singles ad, <laughs> I'm, and I'm looking to meet. Can be used for arts and crafts. <laughs> yep. Gardening. Where's the lie? Uh, skin rejuvenation. Well, etc. <laughs> white wa- skin rejuvenation. <laughs> if you want to pay for it, feel free. Pun intended. What? I, I think Hang the on. pun there is feel free versus pay for it. I think that's what the pun is. If you want to pay for it, feel free. Open like, brackets, uh, pun okay. intended, close yeah, brackets. That's quite, that's quite complicated wordplay yeah. for, uh, for, for an obvious yeah. racist lunatic. <laughs> uh, je vends mon song monstrual uh, a peu près five milliliters. Five, what's that, sank? Ouelet, period, blood. <laughs> am, am I... Misunderstand. Uh, maybe I am misreading Canadian politics, but the 
the French Canadian that is that that is the portion of the French national politics that has the most the, the largest contingent of white nationalists, right? It's possible, Ooh. yeah. But I think that's that's why the the usage the usage of the word Aryan yeah. is like is like it's like very blasé, right? Well, Montreal's got a lot of um, yeah. I think there's you know it's a lot of there's quite a large Muslim population. I think, yeah. and you'll see like quite a few women working around in burkas mm. and stuff. And it's and for those bizarro con- Canadian conservatives yeah. that break yeah. through, they always point they to see Montreal. that and they go, "What I really fucking want is just uh, what makes me so, for so much better is a jar of Aryan <laughs> menstrual blood. <laughs> it's three months worth but of the Aryan bloody, menstrual blood. The bloody Muslims won't let me have it, will now, they? Now, can I uh, a couple of questions on this one? Uh, arts and it can be used for arts and crafts. That's I said I said it before. I'll say it again. That's true. Yep. So what arts are you just painting? Paint, painting. Just um, it, it's it's pretty experimental art. You'd think for like yeah, maybe a, maybe some maybe, sort of maybe for you sure. Yep. <laughs> but gardening. Yeah. What 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 are you growing? Uh, anything. Um. White roses. <laughs> <laughs> I think blood is blood, blood's actually quite a good fertilizer. I, are you full of shit or is yeah. this real? Pop the blood down there. Pop a little cross in there. Yeah. Light that on fire. <laughs> Brings the garden alive. It's that great line from um, uh, Tallest Man on Earth. Now that death will grow my jasmine. Oh, well, that's... Yeah. Oh, I, guess bl- I guess blood's like fertilizer, I guess. That's exactly... Yeah. You, you, yeah. You're just repeating what I said. Well, I'm just thinking of... As if you thought of it. Yeah, oh, no. I guess no, now that I think yeah. about it, that thing you said. And then finally, skin rejuvenation. Now, that is questionable. That No, that, that's vampiric. It's absolutely vampiric. Yeah. Like bathing in... Young people blood is a thing that like vampires did. Sorry, that kings and queens did back in Transylvania or whatever. Do you know that and also like now that's what people like Peter Thiel are doing. Oh. Did really? You know that? I mean I know he he wants to defeat death. Yeah. I, yeah, don't I know mean don't we all though? Bathing in the He's not bathing in it, but no. he will get young Transfusions, healthy people it? and yeah. but basically replace his blood every now and again with the with literally, he's literally taking the blood of the young. When is where is this coming from? Uh, no, it's true. There's, there's an article. It's I've got it here It's from uh, uh, it's it's from a uh, I don't know, do you know it's a website called InfoWars that then reads a lot of because there's this whole movie. I'll buy you blood. There's a whole <laughs> Read the documents, folks. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But <laughs> have you heard the um, conspiracy theory that Alex Jones is Bill Hicks? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually incredibly persuasive. <laughs> um, good. Yeah, no, no, there's this huge movement among like sort of Silicon Valley chud billionaires that we're going to live forever. And some of them are like, oh, I'm going to download my brain onto a microchip and blast it into the space or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. sort of the elon musk school of um right. thinking who uh, else is in this club of um, um of nerdy billionaire of nerdy vampires so it's like elon musk um peter, peter Thiel. Thiel. So it's, it's um, basically the, the former owners and operators of paypal you're talking about yeah here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh do you guys want one yeah this is a real um this is a real interesting uh i, I think this is a quandary hello so this is um from hannah rule thank you hannah rule um it's from gumtree uh, I don't know what part of Australia it's from, but he, oh, oh, Cranbourne, wherever that is. Is that Melbourne? It's in Melbourne. It's in Melbourne. And it is Fleshlight, $100. Okay, now, mm-hmm. you, we should say that a Fleshlight retails for, you've bought a Fleshlight before for a friend of the podcast on Walker. Yes, I have. Uh, the, back then it was $300. That was about five years ago. So this oh, is a very shit. discounted yeah. Fleshlight. But they do, there is and a if, huge and, range. And if, the, and if the Harvey Norman catalogue is anything to go by. <laughs> <laughs> Since then they could have got much cheaper. I got uh, a free flashlight when I went to Montreal. Really? Yeah, yeah. They gave a little show bag of uh, of wacky comedy things <laughs> by sponsors, and uh, one that's of them was that's a so clever. Actually, Did you, wait, wait, wait. Was it a because the, the like we've all been given a prosthetic vagina, 
yeah. as a fun joke. Yeah, Tom. But a Fleshlight is like a premium brand, like oh, quite yeah. expensive. Was, it, was, was yours an off-brand like, Fleshlight? Sorry, what I'm asking you is, do they give you like a fun joke uh, uh, thing to put your dick in or do they give you like an expensive thing that looks like a torch that you can fuck? It certainly was the latter of those. Oh, wow. So they they spent a bit of money on that. That's incredible. That's actually really smart, I think. Because there's nothing lonely than a comedian on the road? Well, no, and there's there's nobody more likely to fuck a torch and then tweet about it. Yeah. That's the problem with gifting people sex toys. A friend of mine... Too many, has, too many male comedians. Has Jay O'Hennessy been on the podcast before? I think he did a live one and we didn't upload it. Yeah, right. So he <laughs> he works for so he works for pedestrian, and he once wrote a semi sympathetic, which is to say, not outright um, mocking article about male sex toys for pedestrian. So something like he went to Sexpo and, and just wrote it up, and he and he had a he had a sex positive attitude to it, mm. and so a manufacturer of male uh, focus sex toys now just constantly sends him stuff <laughs> like um, flashlights and yeah yeah and the best thing was that he blowjob got robots s- yeah he got sent four blowjob robots what Whoa. one day I didn't even know we were I, <laughs> four, four, I gotta go <laughs> four blowjob robots um and the, so this is one manufacturer that makes four separate types. Which is a no, distributor. he got sent four of the same <laughs> blowjob robot. <laughs> right? You know, Father's Day is coming up. Yeah, and they sat on his desk and I was asking him questions about them. And it came to light that he's like, the first thing you need to know about this blowjob robot is that it is unfathomably loud. And I was like, <laughs> how loud? And he's like, the, the closest I can get to describing the noise of this thing when you turn it on is an old dot matrix printer. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, the second thing you need to understand about this blowjob robot is that it only takes AC power from the wall. Oh. <laughs> so it's, you have to plug it into oh. the wall. I think that's a, I think that's actually maybe deliberate because it stops you t- getting a blowy on the train or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Well, I don't know. Like, it's, uh, you know, you know when you get on a plane and you're like, oh, I hope they have an outlet. Hope they have an outlet. <laughs> hope they have an outlet. Like you can. Definitely <laughs> um. Yeah. Wow. So, so sorry. Back to the ad. Uh, no, I want to hear more about Tom Ballard's flashlight that he got. So, you, you, what else do you want to know? What I, haven't I uh, what, No, I want to know what else was in the bag uh, of, of, of fun goodies. So they gave you. Yeah, a, was the fl- was the flashlight really an outlier, or, or, was, or was it a bunch of yeah, sex yeah, toys? No, it wasn't all sex toys. Yeah, it was, it was, oh, it was right. like you know, yeah, DVDs of comedy and upcoming specials, and then and then flashlight. And then it was actually there was actually a bit of a semi hoo ha because there was everyone got a flashlight and there was no nothing for, for women. The leaders. I, I can understand that. I'd feel left out. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, there, there is. There is actually. Nothing more illustrative than the gender dividing comedy than everybody gets a fake <laughs> vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, did you? What did you end up doing with it? Did you throw it in the river like Muhammad Ali and his medals? In protest. To be clear, I meant throw it in the river. Fucked them. Yes. He stuck his dick in his medals and then said, "Oh." <laughs> no, I meant. <laughs> He was protesting the Vietnam War or whatever. He yes. threw his medals at the thing. Yes. You were giving it there. That was no. That makes sense, doesn't it? No, that's why I was laughing. Like, what, what interpretation did you think I had? I don't know. Really well, I don't know. Anyway, okay. So oh my you, god! Did you, what did you do with it? Um, I put my penis inside it and orgasmed. And did then, uh, feel yeah. good or not good? Give yeah. us a review. Really great. Excellent. Well, well, Tom. Uh, if I mean, you don't need one. You've got one. You've been gifted one. But if you want to, well, see, this is the thing. I think I left it behind in the hotel because I couldn't deal with the oh, idea. Mate. Of, 
putting it in my Pe- luggage. Uh, <laughs> have, have you Googled... <laughs> ha, have, you, have you searched eBay for Tom Ballard's fleshlight recently? <laughs> because is it engraved? <laughs> like Tom Walker's was? Tom Walker's <laughs> is engraved with his... Uh, his full name, Tom David Walker, Walker, his date of birth and his parents' address, so that if he ever throws it out, it'll get returned right. to them. Oh, that's mm. good. Um, so this person is selling a flashlight. This person in Cranbourne is selling a flashlight. Oh, yeah, that's an ad we were talking about. Sorry. For one hundred dollars, uh huh, uh, flashlight used once and cleaned thoroughly. <laughs> very, very fun. Although having a real girlfriend now, I no longer need it. What? There's a lot going on in this ad. Yeah, a lot of pressure on that relationship, to be honest. <laughs> you know when you you know when you start dating someone and then you guys like uh, you know however, however long in you decide to be exclusive and you have to have a talk and then there's like all these like li- little things along the way where it's like these are these are significant moments in our relationship where you're like oh well um are we gonna be in a relationship on Facebook are we gonna delete all our Tinder apps or whatever oh, you're so fucking Gen Y are we gonna yeah. sell our flashlights do yeah. you know what I mean yeah like, it's a real milestone but uh, I if I was this person maybe this is the cynic inside me I just keep it like there's no reason maybe he you- wants a hundred dollars to buy his. His girlfriend? Yeah, well, he wants $100 to buy his girlfriend a nice um, uh, bouquet of, of, of roses. That's true. Possible. Or a bottle of nice champagne. <laughs> or a trip to gay Paris. <laughs> She's definitely keeping a vibrator, I'll tell you that much. They're yeah. way more expensive, aren't they? Uh, my understanding of, uh, of, of, of you'd get a vibrator for, you could get a small vibrator for less than $100, but if you want one of them. We, because of our rating, <laughs> we actually, uh, on the checkout, we actually can never do these. But we get like an actually quite quite a lot of tip-offs about... Um, about uh, Faulty sex Faulty toys. Faulty sex toys, yeah. That's, that, no, that's the racket. That is absolutely the racket, all right? Yeah. And it's in that movie... Um, Snatch. Uh, lo- no, Lockstock. Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. Yeah. Where the, the, you, you, you sell someone fraudulent, embarrassing products, So uh, and you, uh, you when they buy it... It has a really... like The, the company has a really... Innocuous like, name or like whatever. Bob's Bits. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then when they send you the refund from the check, it's from like, fuck toys for, for, for little boys or whatever. <laughs> and, and you're like, well, That's I want to cash this. a horrible company name. <laughs> no. James Bond is onto you. <laughs> 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 but, but then you go to... Hello, fuck toys for little boys. You go to... But you, you go to return... You get cash the check and they're like, oh, wow, wow, we were. What are you oh. cashing this check from? Yeah, no, but we get a lot... One person was like, I bought a, 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 a Bluetooth vibrator mm-hmm. and the range was only four meters. Well, how... And this is disappointing to me. How... I don't understand... Bluetoothing to what? To your phone? To some remote control? But why do you need more than four meters well, range? I didn't email r- back because I because I knew we just couldn't do the story. But I, I this uh, was maybe three years ago, and I'm still thinking about it. Um, uh, prison cellmates? No, not cellmates. <laughs> prison prisoners in separate rooms that are lovers and wanted but can't. Do you know what's interesting about this? You've made them prisoners for no reason. What do you mean? No, because they can't leave their cells. So, so how do they get the vibrator and the remote to the other person? Oh, well, they do it during they do that during lunch hour or whatever. Well, then they can fuck during lunch hour. Yeah, but then later on, if you want to fuck at lunch, uh, uh, I, I mean, after just, lunch, just when made, you're back in your cells... It's needlessly complicated. Well, how... Well, how this is oh, the man. worst recap of Orange is the New Black <laughs> I've ever heard. Uh, would, you, would you... I mean, like... You know when you're, like, sitting there and you, you've watched some... Like, you, you're in a cafe by yourself and you see someone, like, leave half their lunch, right? Yep. And you're like... <laughs> 
There is nothing wrong with that lunch. Like I, I did. I saw them not like spit on the chips. I did. I, I saw them not spit on the chips. Yeah, like I saw. You know what I mean? Like I, saw, I just saw this person eat their lunch. I saw them I, thoroughly clean all the cum off that lunch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like I saw from the moment it was brought out of the kitchen to the moment this person. I've, I've actually been looking at this meal, and yet if they walked, to, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Because yeah. I'd be like, oh, there's, there's, there's cum on these chips. <laughs> Could you... No, I mean, like, obviously, by the way, having cleaned very thoroughly, mate, that's the bare fucking minimum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Clean it yourself, mate. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you're, could you ever use it? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, I mean, obviously... I, 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 mm, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, no, absolutely not. No, but I'm, I'm not in the market for a discount sex toy. You know, there yeah. are some only, only the fanciest things for there you. Are, there are some. Well, little I will say check that out buddy, little little Fulton, Fulton Roy over here. <laughs> when I went, Fulton? I, no, I'll no. tell you the sat. One of the saddest moments of my life was when we. This this is the preamble. Oh, when I'm we, laughing already. <laughs> when we were in uh, university, we were in a sketch show. Mm. We did a. <laughs> that was sad. We yeah. It was, well, this isn't even the sad part. We wrote a sketch called I think. Um, it was called like. It was like dueling banjos, but we called it dueling dildos, mm-hmm. you see. Oh, and we just sort of played the 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 dueling banjos theme and we had these hats with dongs on them that we kinda that they danced in time to the music. Mm. Now Okay, that is funny. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> ding 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 ding. Imagine a little dong just wobbling to that. It's mm. pretty good. This uh, is textbook stuff. I uh, so I think I was maybe directly producing this show and so I had to go and purchase the, the dildos but because of our student budget mm. we could only we had a budget of like $15 for a dildo but obviously for comedy purposes you need to be quite sizable for yeah, it to be funny and that's annoying because it needs to be quite sizable but also it doesn't need to be fit for purpose exactly and exactly. those things are actually quite that, that, that's a combo that's quite hard to find so what I did was I went uh, our university is, is, is near Newtown an area in Sydney where there are a lot of sex shops so I, I went on a bit of a walking tour of Newtown went to about four or five different sex shops and just one of the saddest moments of my life is just rifling through a bargain bin of dildos. <laughs> just thinking, oh, 25, I don't think I can afford $25 for this dildo. That's the, that's the same as like that time that I saw a woman in a, in a St. Vincent de Paul thrift shop asking if they had new wedding dresses. Oh. But yours is sad. Oh. Yours is sad. There he is, little Michael Hing. He comes here every day after school, <laughs> rifling through the bargain of dildos. <laughs> One day I'll say that for one. Um, Tom, do you want to take us home with? Sure. And I say take us home because um, not only um, have we kind of uh, run the length that we usually go, but also mm. I have had a Dr. Pepper and most of a great Fanta and three killer pythons. What and I'm, I, I'm got a really, I feel very unwell, Tom Ballard. You're an adult man. <laughs> Uh, okay, we don't know where this one's from. Um, it's not on here at all. No, that's just that's just one I found. Oh, okay, this one. Uh, get to see. So it's on Craigslist. One M Hing. Yay! Mature nude male model available. Oh, I'm a 61 year old, five foot ten inches, 95 kilograms, amateur nude male model with a hairless body. Mm. And numerous scars and body imperfections. Ah. Available for artists, photographers, and life drawing classes for a small fee, $20 an hour. That's at your good. place or studio. Mm-hmm. Weekends only. Not a sex job. Hmm. Now, the reason when I was scrolling through Craigslist today, doing the little trawl, the reason I found this one interesting is there's 
Methinks he doth protest too much. Oh. Because the weekends only, not a sex job, is all in caps. All in caps. Yes. All in caps. Well, I, okay. Uh, if I want to give this man the benefit of the doubt, which it shows how long we've had a gap between doing this podcast. I remember when we first started doing this podcast, <laughs> I was giving people on Craigslist the benefit of the doubt, and that <laughs> ended pretty quickly. <laughs> now, after the break, I'm like, oh, maybe everybody's just fine. Sure. Um, I think he's probably got a nine to five, and he obviously can't be nude modelling during no. his nine to five. No. And I think that if I am putting something up on Craigslist where the substance of it is I will come to your house and I will take off my clothes and I don't want it to be a sex thing, you'd better fucking believe I'm putting that in caps. <laughs> I mean, I'm weird. I'm t- I, the, the only thing is he didn't fucking lead with it. First of all, it's not a sex thing. Yeah. I think this is honestly, maybe this is like the first time I've ever seen that in a Craigslist ad and believed it. <laughs> no, no, Ben. You're quite wrong. <laughs> ah. If you want to be available for life drawing, yeah, any of these other details do not matter. People mm. aren't looking, oh, I really need to nail how to draw a 61-year-old <laughs> nude 95 kilogram. Like hairless man. Yeah, oh, it's going to be hairless. And you better have true. some fucking imperfections. Yeah. Why true. describe your body mm. if it's just about the art yeah. of just painting something? Oh, no. My, I'm so naive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be amazing... <laughs> if he I posted this ad, someone replied, he went to the house, took off his clothes, they made a sexual advance, and he was like, whoa, you made it weird. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! Sorry, sorry, I dropped the microphone. I'm um, feeling much less professional now. I will... I'd like, oh, by the way, I'd like that um, for next time somebody does like a kind of cool burn and they go to do a mic drop, they drop it like that. Like, <laughs> like you were just like fucking Scrooge McDuck. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, uh, $20, $20 an hour, very cheap. Well, if it is a sex thing, yeah. I mean, like, I would say that... No, either way. <laughs> even if it's not a sex thing. Do you reckon if I said to him... Well, on Sundays, though, it is a weekend thing. Sure. There's time a penalty rate. 30 bucks, obviously. Yeah. Time and a half. Unions. Yeah. Unions, yeah. mate. The, the, the like. nude old man union is very strong. <laughs> 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 it runs the Labour Party. <laughs> Power brokers, mate. Power brokers a lot of I don't have gay marriage. Do you reckon, do you reckon <laughs> if I said that I... It's not a sex thing, mm-hmm. and I gave him an ironclad promise... Um, it's three dollars an hour. I just want a nude man in my house for an hour while I have people over for dinner. <laughs> in the corner. Yeah. That I don't acknowledge and that everybody waits for me to acknowledge. <laughs> but then t- tell him, like, whatever happens, you are not to talk to the guests. Yeah, yeah. Do not talk to the guests. I think guests. that'd be good if it was a one-on-one dinner. Like, that would be the most amazing way of gaslighting somebody. Mm, yeah. Well, but, uh, but Peter Till's the real monster. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you... Th- so your plan is to have me over for dinner. Well, not anymore because I've told, told you it. But yeah, sure, uh, me me from an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> naiveing back then. Yeah, and then you just have a nude man that you'd pay twenty dollars just to be there. And a nude old man. And then the I corner. and I would say, hey Ben, what's that nude man over there? And you would say, I'd at first go like, <laughs> all right, um, hey, do you want some wine? And then I'd move on. And then when you were like, I really have to return to this, <laughs> I'd be like, is this a bit? I don't know. Are you doing a bit? Are you trying a bit on me? And but what if I went over and touched it? I was like, bet I can physically feel this hairless body. <laughs> this 61-year-old hairless body with some and scars. Goes, not a sex thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, I, think you, I, I know you. Yeah. And I think it would take a lot for you to go over and touch the old nude, nude man. <laughs> it's true. Because I true. think on, you, you, would, you would apply Occam's razor and you would right. be like, what is more likely that I'm having like a psychotic episode or that Ben has arranged this. It's definitely more likely you've arranged <laughs> this. Absolutely, it's more likely that. Yeah, maybe it has to be somebody who hasn't known me for 10 years. Yeah, so if, uh, if, if $20 an hour seems very cheap to get an old man to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> He's 
61, guys. Well, <laughs> my dad's 65. Would he get nude for $20 an hour and go anywhere? <laughs> yes. No, I'm just saying he's fucking mobile. He's moving around places. I just, I just, I just think that I don't think I could make you, for example, Ben, go somewhere for twenty dollars an hour. Absolutely not. Yeah, Tom, would you go? Would you You're go? Not making anyone do it? He's posting the ad. He's the keen. For no, it. no, but I'm saying, I'm saying, just. Oh, are you saying like it's? It seems like a bargain because I know I wouldn't go somewhere for twenty dollars an if hour. You're like, to, okay, is, is your attitude like? Look, reading between the lines in your ad, you want to be naked, and for your trouble, you want twenty dollars an hour. Mm. Caterers. A very expensive. Exactly. <laughs> this is what I mean. This is what I mean. I could get him to. Uh, I'm like, oh, hey, I'm gonna paint your picture. I just need you to like um, uh, vacuum. Yeah, the, pa- I'll paint you, know. you while you. I'm tr- trying to capture what a what a 61 year old man looks like vacuuming. Yes, uh, vacuuming my, my room and cleaning my house. Yeah. I need you to. Uh, now I'm gonna. We're gonna do a couple of hours now down the the, the laundry. Yeah, <laughs> this gonna, feels exploitative, yeah. and it would mean it would require you you learning to draw with some proficiency. <laughs> So the money that you spend on a on an actual life drawing class in order to get a admittedly cheaper made than you would usually buy with market rates. I'd love to see the exhibition. It's just entirely composed of this same old man doing a range of activities. Naked. I didn't want to do no, but an, an, the Archibald, an, an increasingly suspicious nude old man. <laughs> <laughs> the final drawing is him angrily getting dressed with calloused hands. Uh, this has been Freedom of a Good Home. Thank you so much for welcoming us back. Yes, um, uh, we'll try and we'll try and keep this um, on the reg. On the reg. Yeah, I'm away next week, but we'll okay. in, <laughs> maybe next month we'll do another one. Well, that, that's that. Then. <laughs> And uh, you never heard from them again. Uh, Tom, you've been on this podcast a few different times, but each time you've got a new thing that you might want to let people know about. Oh. Um, I think the last time was probably when you when you were doing a, t- a telly show, but oh. now you've got a, a potto and various other things. <laughs> yes, and we've the got TV show wasn't renewed, and yeah. I blame you. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that letter writing campaign well, I started. Yeah, <laughs> seems like the plug didn't work. Translate <laughs> um, Yes, I have a podcast called Like I'm a Six Year Old. I'd love people to check that out. That's me interviewing uh, various politically active people about what they believe and why. Now, d- uh, do you do any sort of old man gear on it? Any sex stuff on it? No, that's, no. So we, don't, we don't mention flashlights. Once. Interesting, interesting. Well, well if, if listeners are Not interested, a threat. I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> say that if you if you want to go outside the comfort zone of um of filth and idiots, uh, feel free yeah. to check out uh, Tom's podcast. That is, uh, I, I've listened to a couple of episodes and it's uh, very illuminating. And you just oh. did one with uh, Tanya Plibersek and Caroline Marcus. Yes, the live one you did. Yes, yeah, yeah. The two separate episodes are coming out. Uh, Mark DeStefano um, from from BuzzFeed's coming up. Um, and there's yeah, 110 episodes of a range of people, including uh, the late great Scott Ludlam. Yes. Who's, who's not dead, by the way, yeah. who just quit Parliament today. Just so we're yeah. clear, he's yeah. not dead. He's dead to me. He's a New Zealander. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you have any uh, classifieds from anywhere on the internet that you would like to send to us, please hit us up on our Facebook group, which is www.facebook.com slash home. Podcast? I don't know. Just put it in the search bar. Just put it in the search bar. Also, if you are one of the people that uses our um, Facebook group to, try, to literally to try and sell your dog, that is not the point of the podcast. But we love it. It's, <laughs> it's so good. Stop. So. No, I hate it. There's so there's someone was trying to give away turtles in an enclosure the other day. It's <laughs> weird. Um, also, if you do want to keep doing this uh, and want to help us out, uh, rating and reviewing us on iTunes mm. makes the world a difference. And if you could please do that right now, it'll take uh, five seconds. Yep. And that'll help us a bunch. But I think that's everything. Anything else you Want to plug? Oh, if anyone's in Edinburgh, uh, the enjoying an Iron Brew. Yes, Edinburgh. 
Edinburgh. Uh, I'm there. I'm at the Pleasance Theatre, uh, the Pleasance Courtyard, rather, with my show Problematic. Every You're an award-winning comedy show, I believe. It has won an award, yes. Mm-hmm. We started with talking about Tom's Award, <laughs> finished talking about Tom's Awards, <laughs> so the sun rises, it must also set. <laughs> Everybody have a wonderful week. We'll see you soon. Bye! Bye! Bye. No! <laughs>